Good morning. It is February 21st, 2024. It is episode 84 of the Paul Green Comedy Podcast. Got another travel edition for you as I uh, traveled back from Honda Casino up there in near Sholo, Arizona. And if my uh, voice sounds a little tired, uh, there's there's a there's a reason for that. It's not a great reason. Um, I'm still uh, processing the events over the weekend, and I have had a, a few series of uh, verbal uh, outbursts. Do you guys do this? I actually do this quite a bit when um, I've had a situation that I feel I have been drastically mistreated, mischaracterized, um, or abused, uh, emotionally, verbally. I've never really been physically abused in my life. Thank God. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be re renumerating. Is that the word? Ruminating? Ruminating. I think that's the word. Um, you know, over it, playing, playing different scenarios, over and over again in my mind, it's quite exhausting. And of course, you know, the, uh, the advice would always be, oh, just move on, man. Um, sure. You know, I'm working on that, but every once in a while I'll find myself like, uh, having a conversation with whoever it is that I'm, um, currently, uh, unhappy with, um, and sometimes I will <laughs> pretty much just like start cussing people out who aren't there. Like maybe I'll be driving in my car and then I'll just catch myself just like in this tirade of profanity. Um, and I've had a couple of those. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've kind of thrown my voice out a little bit. Um, saying things to the air that I would never actually want to ever have a human being on the other side of, even if I felt they uh, did deserve it. Um, but, you know, it was a very, very um, discouraging uh, experience that I went through and the way that I was uh, spoken to and, and treated um, after years, um, of what I felt was very good willed and sacrificial service as what I was getting in return was not necessarily, um, reciprocal to what I felt I was putting in. They obviously feel differently. But that is their their ego that they um, have not obviously uh, been able to understand or comprehend. So, and I get that. The ego is a tough thing. Narcissism is a tough thing. Trying to navigate our own wants and needs in this crazy world and needing other people and also knowing that other people can 
be selfish and greedy and self-serving and uh, can stab you in the back and betray you. And as a matter of fact, the only people who have the capacity to betray you are those who you trust. And so learning who you can trust, who actually has your back, or who will completely turn their back on you the moment they feel any justification to do so. And, you know, this wasn't really a betrayal. I don't think that that's quite a fair characterization of what went down. It was more just a tremendous lack of respect and a tremendous display of ingratitude and small-mindedness and dehumanization and um, just pettiness and um, you know, just just the the way that they reacted to this situation. By the way, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, uh, you need to go listen to about the last three episodes. <laughs> so sorry about that. If this is your first time, or going, what the heck is this guy talking about? Um, so yeah, processing all of that and. You know, there just comes a time when you have to look at how am I being treated? How am I being spoken to? How am I um, what must these other people think of me to feel that how they spoke to me was appropriate or the manner in which was required to speak to me, which um it was was just completely, completely uncalled for, completely out of line, completely inappropriate, and just downright insulting and demoralizing. You know, for me to even to to even honor that type of communication. W- would just be so um, humiliating. Like, just like, no, no, no. That's not how you speak to me, and that's not actually how you speak to anyone. Little yet, somebody who's has been literally volunteering their time without complaint, it, I mean, it, it just, it's mind-boggling. It's just mind-boggling. Cannot even begin to comprehend what, what was going through their mind. It, it, it almost feels like, ah, never mind. I don't want to start getting into conspiracy theory and trying to analyze what was going on. And, you know, because the reality is I don't effing know. They probably don't even effing know, to be honest. I can't even figure myself out. How the heck am I going to figure out somebody else? But they behaved in a certain manner. Whatever led them to behave that way is none of my business. It's not even good or bad. It's just what is and the consequences of their behavior is what it is. And 
my decision that I made in response to that, which is these are not human beings that I will ever give another moment of my time to. Um, but that doesn't mean it still doesn't hurt like hell and that it is still not absolutely infuriating and, you know, that my body has all of these um, feelings and emotions that are manifesting themselves physiologically as I process this tremendous lack of respect. So if that means that every once in a while while I'm just cruising along on the car and my mind starts fantasizing about what I would like to say to them if I actually saw them in person, and then that fantasy starts turning into me um, hurling out profanities at the top of my lungs, um, you know, that's what I'll need to do until I am able to uh, expel all of the pent-up um, anger that I feel towards people who, on the surface, made me feel like they actually gave a shit about me. So, turns out that wasn't the case. They gave a shit about me about as much as a butcher gives a shit about chattel. So, um, we, we, we care about you, but uh, really we just care about you long enough until we can chop you up and grind you into meat for our consumption. So, I am moving on um, as best as I can. So, had some cool experiences. Um, I was on a film shoot um, recently that a buddy of mine is putting together. Um, he has written a script and he has it. Um, he has a production company looking at it, and they've wanted to get some some footage. Um, I can't really go into a lot of the details uh, for proprietary reasons. Um, but I had an opportunity to help him out by filming a couple scenes. And hopefully those scenes will get uh, picked up. And, um, and the potential is, if it does get picked up, that because I was the one in the demo videos, that there's a chance I could get hired on now. That is... A possibility, but it's never a guarantee because nothing is guaranteed in this crazy biz. So, but it's just really fun to have, you know, friends who are hustling as well and who know me and who trust me and, um, you know, invite me to um, participate in these types of situations to where I can show up and deliver and get a chance to act, get a chance to perform, and who knows, who knows what may come of it. And at the same time that I was doing that, I had a um, 
a uh, clip from this other film shoot that I did maybe about a week or two ago. That's also an indie project. And the trailer got released today. Um, I am not in the first trailer, but I am in the second trailer. There is a brief moment where you can see me, which is just really exciting to see that that project is moving forward and moving forward so quickly. Um, I don't have any information regarding the release of it. So I'm not quite sure what I'm at liberty to discuss or anything like that. And that whole world gets a little um, careful, so I don't want to reveal too much. But if you go to my social media, uh, my Instagram, paulgreencomedy.com, you can see a trailer that I've shared to my story that if you watch towards the end, um, you'll uh, you'll see a brief clip of me and... That was a really, really fun film shoot. I had a lot of fun doing it. So, you know, things are moving along. Opportunities are coming my way. I am just doing my best to, you know, work hard, do all of the things that I know I can do, focus on what I can focus on, all of that stuff. And also learning to set boundaries and put my foot down and stand up for myself and be willing to... um cut ties with people who show me who they really are and show me that they actually do not have my best interest in mind and are not um, in a position to actually support me beyond their own their own limited mindset of you know how they need to move forward and, and, and go about their business. So that's a hard lesson to learn. It's a lesson that I have not learned until much later in my life. And I was very much a people pleaser, very much a, um, you know, very insecure and, uh, you know, sort sort of the peacekeeper, sort of the you know, say whatever I need to say to try to make everybody happy, even if it wasn't really what I thought or felt. And and even worse, I think I actually viewed that as a virtue or I considered that a virtue about myself of how much of a people pleaser I was. Oh, look at all of these things I'm doing to, to you know, be agreeable and get along and make everybody happy at my own sacrifice and... You know, that was a tough pill to swallow to learn that. Actually, no, that's not a virtue. It's actually, um, probably at worst, it's cowardly. Maybe at best, it's dishonest. Um, you know, it's definitely not altruistic if, if I was under the misguided assumption that being a people pleaser is somehow altruistic, you know, like throwing my, putting my own wants, needs, and desires on the back burner to try to make somebody else happy and then, you know, resenting it or feeling a certain way about it after the fact because maybe it didn't get reciprocated or maybe that person didn't return the favor and, you know, it's like, well, 
if I was giving to get something in return, then that's not really altruism. And if I was people-pleasing, that's not actually a virtue. That's, that's dishonor, dishonest. If, if, I'm, if I'm presenting myself a certain way or saying things that aren't actually true, that's dishonest. And also, if I'm not willing to stand up for what I really think and for what I really believe and what I really feel, well, then that's cowardly. Hey, <laughs> hey. And I've been all of those things. So I more and more in the last couple of years, and it's been a progress, but when I started to recognize that, that I was a people pleaser and that it wasn't honest and that it wasn't um, courageous and that it wasn't altruistic. If anything, it's the opposite of all of those things. It's selfish, cowardly, and dishonest. I had to really look at that and go, okay, well, how do I want to show up now? And, you know, I have really had to work at that and work at setting boundaries and work at, um, absolutely refusing to let anybody try to manipulate me or guilt me or shame me or belittle me into thinking or behaving, thinking something about myself or behaving in a manner that actually is not consistent with what I actually feel is appropriate or what is right. It's almost like circumventing or subordinating, is that a word? My, My own truth for the truth of someone else and you know I did that most of my life and so more and more I'm having to learn to say like no this is actually what I think feel and believe and I am not going to be made to feel guilty for it not going to be made to feel that somebody else has a right to tell me what I how I should think feel and behave moralistically It just comes down to, oh, well, if how I'm showing up in this situation doesn't work for you and you're not able to communicate your boundaries and your needs and what you need in a manner that is respectful of mine, um, well, then we're done. It's, It's disappointing when, you know, somebody else has presented themselves as people who are on your side and on your team and then very quickly or not very quickly, but, um, very profoundly demonstrate that, um, that they are not on your team and that what you thought was a relationship of mutual respect and goodwill and gratitude and graciousness really just turned out to be a one-sided, um, just, just one-sided and that no matter how much goodwill or grace you had given to them and actually without asking for anything in return, when a situation came up for just the slightest bit of reciprocity, it turned into a, 
you know, it's the old mountain out of molehills, man. Just, just this smallest thing and set these people off. By the way, I keep going back and forth between sort of general vague tropes and then also applying it to this very specific situation. This whole podcast episode is probably not coherent at all. And I apologize. Uh, my apologies. I have a pretty bad headache. And as I said, I've been traveling and I, uh, you know, my voice is really tired. So I am just trying to process through this and wanting to, again, just communicate to anybody who's following along this journey with me to help them maybe if they're going through a similar thing as they're pursuing their dreams and having a difficult time finding out who's in their corner, who's got their back, and who is really just out, you know, in it for themselves and don't have the capacity to really think big and and find find ways to make it work with you and to find ways to be you know to be supportive um and I'm very fortunate that I do have those people in my life that I know what it feels like and I definitely know what it feels like when that's not the case and I have also had to learn that through some painful experiences the most painful was a couple of years ago when I was in a relationship uh, with a woman who, very similar, she touted herself. She put on that facade that she was all about supporting me and my dreams and my ambitions. And then once I was in and committed and she sort of had me, um, literally told me one night that she didn't like that I pursued my dreams and that she didn't want me to get my big break and she didn't like that I was performing and everything started to turn into her um, coming after every element of my of my dreams. Um, and then I had a decision to make. Is this somebody who I want to partner with for the rest of my life when everything that they're telling me is by the way everything that you want all of your dreams hopes and ambitions your talents your gifts what you've been put on this world to do I don't like and I find threatening and I don't want you to do them and I don't want you to accomplish them that would that's what I that's what she wanted I'm speaking in third person or whatever or first person um anyway so man tough lessons tough, tough lessons. And, you know, that's, that's what I'm in the mix now. And I have to hope that this, this is all leading somewhere that I'm learning these lessons now to help prepare me to better navigate my life when things do start popping you know, on a major scale, when big breaks do start happening, when dreams start coming true, um, that I can be even more conscientious of the people who I really trust and who I really want in my corner and who really want to be in my corner. And 
you know, I may not get it right every time, but man, I am grateful that I am having these experiences now and that I am gaining the tools and the character strength and confidence to sometimes just say, nope, we're done. Never contact me again. Sorry. Like, unforgivable. If anybody thinks that that's how they can speak to me or talk to me, um, that's not a, that's not a, oh, hey, let's work it, work this out. It's like, no, that's a kill switch. That is a, um, unforgivable never again. Like if, <laughs> if you think that that is okay, um, I cannot help you. You are beyond my reach. And there are things that you're going to have to figure out on your own without my influence. I can't have anything to do with it. You know, I don't mean to be too dramatic here because, you know, let's be honest. It's not like somebody punched me in the face, but I think about, you know, like, like, you know, an abusive you know, a physically abusive situation, you know, it's like, you know, somebody punches you in the face who is claiming to love you. It's like, yeah, there's no discussion about that. There's no, uh, oh, well, let's work through this, at least as far as I'm concerned. Um, that's, uh, nobody, nobody should do that ever. And uh, if that's where that person is at, that that's how they have to communicate or that they think is okay or that they haven't worked out, it's like, hey, uh, you know, you deserve love too and you deserve to figure that out, but uh, you're going to have to do that without me because I am peacing out. That's how you need to behave and that's just really what I feel. I'm, I'm just going, nope. If <laughs> The way that I was communicated with it's like if it is if if they thought that that was okay, not only was it not okay, it was it was intolerably and unforgivably not okay. And it's like kill switch, we're done. Nope, never again. Good luck, and you know, maybe just maybe my setting boundaries will be enough for them to look inwardly and go like, oh, did we do something wrong? Um, yes, you did. Anyway, man, I, I, I hope that over the next couple of days, I don't want to keep talking about this situation. It's been like four days in a row. But, you know, again, uh, it was... Just, just a heartbreaking, heartbreaking blow to have to, uh, to set that boundary and just realize that if I continue to tolerate that type of behavior, then they'll never learn and they'll never change. And who knows, they may still never learn and they never change, but at least I am not uh, putting myself in a situation to where um, I will be treated that way by them. So, you know, everybody said it before, going for dreams, man. It ain't no 
joke, which is why I wanted to do this podcast and just take you all on the day-to-day as opposed to just sitting around waiting until all my dreams come true and then say, yeah, everybody, go for your dreams. Oh, just go for your dreams, everybody. It's like, uh, it's awesome when all of your dreams come true. Yeah, just go do it. It's like, uh, yeah, that may be awesome, but the path to that dream ain't no joke. So I'm still out here dreaming big, having great experiences. I'm going to be traveling a bunch again, doing little film projects here, commercials coming up here, still working, still able to, you know, maintain my finances, have a job, you know, doing all of this stuff to just stay committed to this dream long-term. And, you know, we're, we're going to, we're going to reveal it in real time as it happens. And I am glad to all who listen, who are on this journey with me and whatever it is that you are going through, whatever your dreams are, I hope that you are having good experiences. And if you are having heart-wrenching experiences, uh, you have my love, you have my sympathy, you have my understanding and I get it. And I just hope that when you get cut down, that it is not fatal and that you are able to uh, regroup and move forward and just take the next step. So anyway, that's what I got for you all today. I love you all so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Paul Green Comedy Podcast, a podcast by a dreamer for dreamers. It is February 21st. 2024. This is episode 84. I love you all so much and I'll talk to you tomorrow.